0: It is Thursday afternoon, everyone. I'm Andrew Dow with Saunders & Associates. It is time for another Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings and events on the East End. The Happening in the Hamptons podcast is sponsored by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit newyorktitle.com or titleinsurance.com. Joining us are Steve Glick, the Senior Vice President of Advertising and Marketing, Dave Rettino, Vice President of Digital Marketing and Technology. Getting a round of applause from... Terry Cohen, one of the top agents in the Hamptons real estate, the game one and only, yes, the one and only. in the United States, in the world, one of the <laughs> top agents deal. in the world.
1: Oh gosh. We have
0: Terry Cohen with us today. That's awesome. Terry, thanks for joining us.
1: Hi. Um I find it remarkable that you can talk as fast as you do and you're so clear. <laughs> if I did that, we'd have We practice podcast. once a
0: week on this. Yeah. yeah.
1: Our podcast would be very long and very a lot of edits.
0: Um so listen, uh the with every podcast, obviously the pandemic and the market it's created has come up, but you know, we were talking just a few minutes ago and you, even though the pandemic's created this very tight market, very competitive market, you don't think it's all that unique. I mean, we've, we've seen this type of market before, I guess is what you're saying. Um,
1: it's just a cycle. I mean, unfortunately the pandemic was awful, um, but it, it is a reason a lot of our inventory is low. But in all up markets, we have a tight market at the end. So it's a cycle, you know, supply and demand. There was a lot of supply, and at one point there was a lot of demand. That demand, you know, started to get eaten up. I mean, we'll start over. That that supply started to get eaten up by the demand to the point now where we have still more demand than supply. That creates a tight market. But it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to see, you know, giant um overpriced listing sell you know what that means is that the rotation is very quick so for example there's been many houses that have traded and they should have traded at the number they traded but they were unique and therefore they you were looking for that particular buyer so there might have been you know 100 people looking hard to get that that one buyer to buy that property at that price but when you have a thousand people looking you were able to get that number. So all it did was create more people, more eyes on a property. So unique properties were able to rotate faster. And that's what happened.
0: So when you're, obviously, if you're if you're representing a property, sure. that's, that's one thing, but if you're working with a buyer, that's another thing. So for the buyers that you've been working with, mm-hmm. as you take them around and they're, they're in this competitive market, I mean, how are you guiding them through this?
1: Well, during the pandemic, it was one thing. Um, it, I think we all felt, um, the buyers, sellers, <laughs> brokers were very stressed. You know, we worked twenty-hour days if that's possible, and you know, people were a little bit panicked. Um, and the ways we had to show houses were very particular, and we had to be COVID safe and COVID sensitive. So some people bought things without even seeing the house with through, through a Vimeo video. Which
0: I imagine you hadn't seen before. I mean, I know no, that this are doing
1: it through
2: FaceTime. They yeah, FaceTime,
1: FaceTime buys. And for the most part, they worked out, some did not. Um, interestingly, those who did not work out were able to get out of the contracts um, mm. because there was so much demand that they were, they were okay. Um, for the most part, people are very happy what they bought because the market is tighter now. And the, there is a rise in 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 prices, but doesn't necessarily mean that 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 rise it shouldn't have been there anyway. For three years prior to the pandemic, we, our market or two years, you can look at the data. It was very hard to sell mm-hmm. these properties, and the market was rising, the stock market, and generally we rise with the stock market. If the market goes up, it kind of you know moves over, and, and, and we see our sales you know parallel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That did not happen this time, and nobody knows why. Right. Um so what happened is six months before the pandemic, a few developers dropped some prices and there were some transactions. And we started to see a lot of movement in, 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 in the market. So at that point, people realized, hmm, inventory might start, I think this is what I've heard and this is what I've seen, the inventory might start depleting so maybe I should start to, to buy there wasn't a lack of money people had plenty of money on the <laughs> sidelines so they started to come in prices went back up mm-hmm. so at that point our prices if something was you know asking 21 or, or 19 and it went down to 14 or 15 those numbers came back up to you know 20 2019 mm-hmm. they were basically what happened what you saw is a depressed market for no reason became a solid market again so if you look at some of the trades and the retrades, and there's a few examples, but I don't know if I should go into it. So somebody asked say 13.5 for a property, somebody bought it for 10.5, they bought it under market value. Mm-hmm. And then a year later during the pandemic, yeah. they sold it for 13. Was that really a, a, a rising market or is that just getting back to the market we were in? Yeah, yeah. And that that's, that's some of the things that you we, I discussed with people, you know, and that, you know, helps. The information just helps people make decisions. So
3: now, like we're we're out there, we, we keep talking about the inventory depleting. The inventory is an all-time low. How do you navigate the low inventory? What do you? What tools do you use? What? Do, how do you stay on top of everything?
1: Well, you don't panic. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're generally your one customer who needs one house. Yeah. And you, you, you we'll find you one. Um, sometimes what's happening, and I've always done this, is if somebody's looking for a house, say for ten million and they're not so familiar with the Hamptons. You know, all, they might be information, they might be informed by data, but if they haven't been in your car or seen what's going on, it's hard, you can take the data and help them define the data through mm-hmm. visualization and understanding market research for the last five years, in um, projecting what, what will happen.
0: If their budget's 10.
1: I might show somebody somebody from five to 15. Right. So they have context. And if somebody says they only want to be here Mm -hmm. and in a market like this you might show them there and here and there so what,
3: what you do is you you get them out behind the computer into your car yeah. And you show them what the Hamptons is all about. And, and show and them the different we, we show
1: them things that just traded, things yeah. that traded, I can tell them things that traded five years ago. And sometimes, and if you look at some of these trades, and I can tell them these trades, like five years ago, it's the same number in terms of the land cost today as it was five years ago, mm-hmm. and eight years ago at times. So it's very interesting. I mean, you know, and the dynamics depending on each thing. There's definitely certain areas that are trending up right now, mm-hmm. and, and that had not, like Sag Harbor and North Haven are definitely trending up. I can't look back 10 years ago and say, well, that traded for X, you know? So those are definitely trending up. Okay. I think the North, you know, in the East Hampton, you know, in the woods area, definitely trending up. We don't, we can't go back to historical numbers and say it was X, it's definitely trending up. People want bigger homes, they want more state settings and they are, okay with going to different areas uh, if they can get you know the
3: privacy a, and the, the privacy. so they're looking yeah. north instead of south now
1: well no they're looking people are looking for a lot some people again some people are looking to buy a large home with pool and tennis and mm-hmm. privacy and for a certain amount of money and they can get that yeah. in a place and they're going to not and they're going to be here for not four weeks. Maybe they're going to be here for five months or be here longer. So they look at it more as, as a home instead of a vacation home. Instead of the proximity to beach, maybe they're okay with, I'm going to get in my car anyway. And, right. and, and that's only two months out of the year. And here's close to the restaurant and here close to this.
0: You were telling me yesterday, I mean, you had a, a client at one point, I think it was, they were looking in, in the Meacocks Bay Area, right? And you yeah. sold them something in North Haven.
1: Right. And exactly. I've also had clients whose budget was 20 and they bought something for seven and they couldn't be happier today. Right. So, you know, the ty- the market at 20, we just kind of missed on the waterfronts. Um, so I found something and, and they paid seven and they couldn't be happier. So it, I think
0: that's where it goes back to the importance of having a broker like you that understands the market, its history and the area. So if somebody comes to you and they say, look, here's my budget. Well, that's that's a good starting point, but to say here's my budget and I want this. Well that might not be available, but you have the knowledge and experience to say, okay, let's take what you're what you're looking at. I'm gonna show you a couple different areas yeah. and a couple different options that might also work for you. And they, they may not have even thought of that. So it, it pays to work with somebody that kind of knows what they're
1: Right. I for. think we're collaborative. I mean yeah. I, I I mean I don't know what they want. Sometimes they don't know what they want or we would we discover together what was best. Mm-hmm. So in that particular scenario, um, he was looking south. Um, but then he found the, the bay and having a boat and open views and this he fell the in love. He had yeah. three little kids and he wanted to, you know, take the boating and go down to Sandy Beach and he'll drive to the ocean. So that for him was just an eye opening and he couldn't be happier. So
2: it worked. How much of your, uh, how much of your um, instincts take a player role in, in with your buyers and sellers? Like when, a, when you have a buyer and they um. tell you one thing because I've, I've noticed with you uh, there were a couple of times where you had a listing and you just I, you like immediately knew to change the lead photo on the listing like in, in instantly you were like oh no 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 we're gonna use this photo and, yeah. then, and then like a few months later it would sell how much do you how much do you put like your instinct and your feeling oh. in, when you're dealing with a client like a guy says oh, I only want Sagaponic and I only want this much money oh, well
1: it's not I don't think that I, again, I don't think that we're, we're talking um, that somebody comes in with a vision and I'm trying to change his vision or their vision. What we do is look at his vision and then we, we look at options and through that scenario, that vision could change. It may not. Mm-hmm. It may be that it's more clear that he wants something. And maybe if he wants to make, buy it today, maybe we have to pay a little more. Maybe we are patient and wait till we pay a little less, you know, so he'll the, the buyer will get. More, we'll throw a lot of data at them, then we'll throw a lot of visualizations, we'll show, we'll show a lot of solds and resolds and, you know, trends, and then they will get more clear. First will be chaos, right? Because <laughs> you're showing, then, then clarity will come. And whatever that clarity is, whether it's that first initial, um, house that they wanted X, you know what they wanted, maybe that becomes stronger. That's great. Then that we know. Or maybe they start to think, well, maybe this is good too. And that's that's all. It's a discovery. And instinct, it's not instinct, it's more of listening and collaborating. No. I've always think that everyone should collaborate, you know. I think if somebody comes and uses me, um, we immediately start a partnership. Look on look on the websites, you know, call me, you know, right. if you see something I, I mean everybody has all this data now use it. Right. You know, and I'll help you sift through it yeah you know, I might not even know about it you know yeah, yeah. we we so let's let's have an honest trusting relationship you know where we work together exclusively because you know if we don't that's not that's not something I'm interested in. Um, because we put a lot of energy into right. it. Yeah. It's not like-
0: It's uh, important to know though. You know, for so me, like, you're uh, gonna be putting a lot of energy into it. It's, it's a ridiculous yeah.
2: amount of work. Oh, I'm gonna give you all my attention of, yeah. and,
1: and the, the market's so small mm-hmm. and you know, if I show you something and then it just gets very complicated and, and I don't think it's good for anybody. But
2: well, s-
0: Speaking of data, uh, because I know that's important to a lot of people, Steve, I wanna send it over to you with the latest numbers. What do you got
3: this week? Yeah, so I'm gonna do the breakdown of the past two weeks. Okay, okay. guys, so over the past two weeks, there were 113 listings that went into contract from west hampton to montauk so compared to the same two weeks last year there were only 49 listings right so that's a year-over-year increase of two weeks of 130 percent. so it's certainly um, a strong market out here in the hamptons the breakdown of those 113 transactions over the two weeks there was one that traded that went into contract over 20 million six between 10 and 20 million four between eight and ten million between six and eight million ten between four and six million 29 between two and four million and 60 listings went into contract under two million so over the past two weeks we're looking at inventory over the past two weeks there were 72 listings that came onto the market so we have 113 going into contract 72 coming on leaves a deficit of 41 listings so it is a tight market inventory is still low um, and we're just you know, keep an eye on that and paying close attention to the numbers each week as they come on and off the market.
0: Um, before we go to Dave with uh, with what's happening in the Hamptons, I want to ask Terry what's happening. What do you, what do, you do when you're not like, I mean, because obviously you've been extremely busy the last couple months. So well, Memorial a, Day is coming. Right. Hey, it's do, a couple, do, you, do you take a break and like enjoy it a little
1: time. bit or like, what's going on? Um, well, that's been a struggle being a broker and, and up until recently a single mom. Um, <laughs> you work a lot, but I think. Um, we had worked so much um, over the last what is it? Gosh, eight, 17 months. It was almost at least. Yeah. started really in February. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, and and it was nonstop. The phone did not stop ringing for for that full year that we were all burnt out. Um, but you wanted to do it because you felt obligated to these people who were desperate to get out. So there was some sort of a you know the helping hand involved as well. It's almost not it about money sometimes. I had people who would drive out. And uh, in, in 24 hours, sign a lease. It was mostly rentals back then. Mm. And um, they just talked to the the, the, the owner, talked directly to the to the rentor or rentee. Uh, we'll figure that one out. <laughs> and, and and they, they exchanged wires. That's you know. And she and was in that out. house, and, yeah. and and the next morning. Uh, so. Things so like do that.
3: you do you go out and relax? I do now. So where do you go? What do you like okay. to do? Well, I bought
1: a boat. <laughs> yay oh, that's, um, that's, that's cool that's be, awesome be all you boaters because i don't know what I'm doing. watch out um, <laughs> but um i bought a surf boat and uh one of the reasons was my daughter but she tore acl so now it's going to be a constant reminder how much she can't surf on the boat oh, no, <laughs> but right. it'll be fine it'll be um well you know i think it's three hours a day if i want to go out clear your mind i think it's good for everybody maybe put the phone down a little bit would Perfect.
0: be good. good. Are you I mean, So if
3: you're on your boat, are you ocean or bayside? Like where are you going? Bay, okay.
1: I, I'm, I'm at Milk Marina. So what's
3: a surf boat? That's where you could just go out there and just It surf, makes a
1: wave for you. And you
3: just I ride you it. An automatic wave. Oh, like, like a wake a boat same. kind of thing? Yeah. Like, so, you you get know, get a, a, so you have done this?
1: Yeah. I mean, we, like, we, we
3: need to see this on your Instagram yeah, right? you gotta yeah. get this okay we well it, this. it's a
1: little cold right now so we'll wait a little bit <laughs> so we got all knee boards and we have slalom skis and we have everything for anybody no, it's and, fun yeah but also like just getting out there right now it's beautiful today it, we'll, we'll start biking outside more golfing we, we golf a lot we golf the last three weeks we golfed nice.
3: we nice. discovered golf yeah we're, we're golfers I just got a set of yeah. golf clubs <laughs> now. <then touring> everybody <laughs> we discovered
1: golf it's, right? golf it's so good for you <laughs> it's you know, it's and, the I, best. and being that of a certain age and it's like uh, I don't really want to go indoors I don't need to go indoors mm-hmm. right. there's n- I mean and I'm not saying you shouldn't I'm not you know go indoors have a great time but for now I, I'd rather all this outdoor dining and all these outdoor experiences because what made the Hamptons even greater because yeah. we've always appreciated this but I think yep. everybody now looks at it, it. says yeah. I can just eat outside We got heaters now mm-hmm. I'd love it so I mean I'm, 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 I'm sure I'll go inside but I don't need to go inside you know
2: it is crazy how busy you are. I mean, my fa- one of my favorite moments with you is as you came over to me, <laughs> you had some issue with your phone, and then you hand me your phone, and I see in the upper left-hand corner of your text messages, and she had like... Hundreds of text messages, <laughs> and they had, were all coming in just from that morning. Wow. It's just unbelievable how much. You, yeah. like, so sorry how you if I didn't get
1: back to you. I'm <laughs> yeah, really yeah. sorry. But we, we will eventually.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. very busy.
1: <laughs> but there is, you know, it is it is it's important as, as a broker and, and everybody on my team as well as to work really hard, but also take some time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it, it's not it's not healthy. And I Gotta think we've balanced. all learned that during the pandemic. Mm. I think we've all learned like to have a little more balance. I agree. Sure.
0: So, speaking of balance, uh, Dave, I don't know if you've ever used before. <laughs> You're a so good at before, that, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, can you balance on a surfboard? That was I a good cannot. segue. Uh, what do you got going on this weekend? Any boating or golfing type um, events
2: for people to do? Well, I didn't, no, I didn't I didn't put that in there, but we, you could, can s- we could tell people to go to Poxabog. Yeah. Maybe I'll make that. Long talk? We'll make bounce. that the number one. Yeah. I'm yeah. knocking out this jo- one. Number one is go to Poxabog and hit some golf balls. You'll you feel so much better. After you're done, it's like twenty-five bucks. You get one hundred and fifty balls, and if you don't have a golf club, you can rent a golf club. They like, do breakfast all day, it's like right? Five bucks, and then you can have breakfast. Go eat yeah. Yeah.
1: hole number five. is yes. great.
2: It's a great place. Whole number five is the chicken? No, that that's, right? the, that's uh, the 15. Oh, we get the 15. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. We get the whole 15. We like the whole 15. Okay. <laughs> and then, so my number two <laughs> pick is the White Room Gallery in Bridgehampton. Our favorite art gallery is having their snapshot exhibition opening reception this Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. And you can go and hang out there and um, enjoy the art. Uh, you can check out all the details of the artists and everything on happyinthehamptons.com. And then my third pick is the Ladles of Love Benefit concert, concert, which is a telethon style thing, and it's being sponsored by a Saunders broker, Darius Narizano, and that's. Uh, on May twentieth. He's nice. Uh, yep, and this is for it's a, for a really great cause. So how do we watch it? It's on. So you can on? so TV? LTV, yeah. So it's LTV, it's old school LTV. Right. But you can watch it online uh, if you if you have LTV with cable, you can watch it there, obviously. But you can also watch it, also watch it online I think it's live on LTV's YouTube channel. Exactly. The Art of Eating. That the the co-owner of The Art of Eating is producing it. His name's John Qua uh, and it's, it's all for a really good cause and should be a lot of fun to watch. And it's unbelievable how many local uh, artists, you know, mm. are, are going to be involved with the concert. Great. You know, we got uh, Nancy Atlas is going to do it. Uh, you know, all the, all, the, all the great names. You can see the full list on happeninginthehamptons.com. And you should check it out. You should go
1: for a bike ride. That's
2: what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> bike ride. You should go for a
0: bike
1: ride. can <laughs> on a bike ride. <laughs> or still, oh,
2: with The weather report this weekend: sixty-six
3: nice. and sunny. For tomorrow, seventy degrees. Oh, finally. I Feel like we just passed over spring.
2: We went from like yeah. winter to now it's like oh, there was winter. no spring. Yeah. We
1: yeah. generally go from cold to hot, yeah. right? I it's guess. Very yeah. There was a chill. It was
2: beautiful yesterday, and there was that chill in the air. There's still that little chill. North chill, wind, chill this morning. The north wind. This is so some. This is some of the best best time
0: of year yeah. I think out here it's awesome this is yeah. September I really like but, yeah. it used to be very cold. not to rush yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Terry yes thank you so You're much welcome. for joining us Dave, Steve thank you uh, once again the Happening in podcast is sponsored by New York Title Abstract and Hamptons' leading title insurance firm visit newyorktitle.com or titleinsurance I think Terry's really surprised by how quickly I can
3: <laughs> call Unbelievable. How quickly and clear. And clear. That's
1: it's clearly it's one thing. The clarity. Well, he, is does warm-ups. he does his warm ups. He does his warm
2: ups before he does the uh, <laughs> I need
1: lessons.
0: That was uh that was a good podcast. Thanks everybody for listening. I'm managing the and that is what's happening in the handcase. <laughs>